0: good day you are listening to a podcast but this isn't just any podcast just any podcast couldn't do this or this what the this is the podcast starring the Ted, starring the
1: start the starring the ted smith and Haha. the podcast starts you better wear a helmet now all right welcome to another episode of the podcast will be the host of this here podcast, E Ted Smith. Greatest podcast on all the land. All the land. Uh, the top square giving us all the info on all the waters we need to know. Coming to us live from Austin. goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on?
0: Goddamn, boys, that Texas heat's beating down on me. It was 105 today. You know, I'm struggling. I'm going to get through this podcast. I'm going to go straight to bed. The AC is on. I got a big water next to me. Let's do it
1: all right i want to get back to that all right down there in the bottom square getting the studio all set
2: up matt cover
1: the producer MCTP. what's up Matt?
2: well it's here it's 108 and i'm feeling great yeah i mean
1: like i'm not you're not gonna there was a there was a lot of may and june where i was like ah it's, it's cold like 65 <laughs> so like yeah suck it up texas and you have <laughs> air conditioning
0: Yeah, it's and there's a pool on the roof filled with beautiful women, which you saw on Fourth of
1: July. So it's all good. I saw that. I really like my pool in my new building, but it's mostly neighbors and children. (laughs) Yeah, ours is.
0: It's it's the highest pool in the city, so it's regularly stocked with fresh fish. Oh, just like a natural part of its existence. It's nice.
1: Did you like, I don't know if it was our thread or the other thread, but I was just like, oh, I've zoomed in on like three chicks already.
0: <laughs> that was, yeah. Oh, yeah. So for people who don't know, so like we were all just kind of posting what we were up to on fourth or whatever. We have a little group thread. We were just laughing. And so I just sent a photo. We were up at the the pool Um, And one thing I love about Austin, we live in like a pretty normal building downtown, but they have this incredible pool on the roof that looks out over the whole city. It's ridiculous. It's like the bougiest thing I've ever had access to in my life. And for whatever reason, like it's a college town. So it's just like stocked with incredibly good looking like you know, nineteen to thirty-five year old women who are all focused on their fitness because it's Austin. So I just snapped a quick we were up there with friends and my girlfriend, I snapped a quick photo and dropped it in the thread. And Ted just he he recently got an iPhone, so he gets those high risk picks now and he's like, Oh, I've zoomed in on at least five women. I was just like, let's go, Ted. It is it was a very Ted Smith comment. I loved it. I mean it was the I was truth. laughing about that all day. <laughs>
1: uh let's see right because we didn't right we haven't talked since the fourth of july because it was on tuesday yep yeah i was down in uh portland for most of the weekend ran into an old friend of ours uh jen oh nice yeah yeah was she staying in the city she was coming up uh for a thorns game and then i was out in troutdale So she was like, oh, I know the perfect place to meet up. And like right by my hotel was a McMinnimans, the one in Edgefield. Oh, nice. What's Thorns? What what are the Thorns? What kind of Uh, sports? It's the women's soccer team in Portland. Oh, nice. That's a good name for the Rose City. I like that. Right. So she had drove up from there and then they were going to go to the game and kept doing, you know me. (laughs) They were like, oh, i we'll have one more beer with you. We'll hang out on the other She was like, you're not going to that game. And they're like, nah, there's a lot of games. So I was like, ah, classic Ted Smith vortex. Yeah, you I'm pulled like, him ah, into we're... the Ted Smith black hole. Yeah, they're like, we're having fun just hanging out here. I was like, okay, I'm with you.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's almost like you're professionally entertaining or something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: almost like that. Uh, also, I want to reignite a debate we've had. Matt, I know where you sit on this, I believe. So I know it's always in and out. People love in and out. Then people in Seattle, we love Dick's drive in burgers. I, I just feel like Burgerville needs to be in this conversation.
0: Yes, dude. I've said this for years. They yeah, that milkshake. Come
1: on, dude, that blackberry shake unprecedented. Yeah. And like not granted, I have an emotional attachment to Burgerville in 2014 coming back from Burning Man with Cobb. That was like the first like meal we had and we were still all dusty <laughs> like it was awesome but i'm just like i don't every time i'm in oregon and somebody's like you gonna go to the in and out near somewhere i was like now nah. going to burgerville dude like get real dude if they hired a professional that's the bracket that i would bet on that's the
0: sweet 16 if you did like regional burger spots because i mean you got players all over the country you know, like Seattle's coming out the gay with dicks. You got In and Out, of course. Then like you're saying, like some of the smaller players, like Burgerville, Austin's got Pete Terry's, Whataburger, and then like in the Southland, there's a bunch of good burger spots. And you got like Culver's uh, Dan's. Yeah, Culver's is a hitter. Dude, it's like uh, I don't know, man. Every town has their has their candidate. Like that, if they sent somebody around, like maybe Guy Fieri is the guy, but somebody to go around and actually judge
1: these places. It'd be pretty impressive. I'd be on board. I, look, I, here's the other problem I have, too, is that it's like we could argue with it like like friends. Right. But it's also tough because like sometimes I watch these barbecue competitions and it's like well, everybody's taste is different. Of, of course. Like, how how yeah. do you become like a super judge in something like maybe that judge just has crappy taste in burgers?
0: Yeah, I think it's subjective. I, I feel like when someone wins best barbecue like 10 years in a row, you really know you're dealing with something, but yeah, I mean, you know, art is also a matter of taste, um, and there are some artists. You know, people ultimately bet with their or pay with you know vote with their dollars, right? So, but by that measure, you know, McDonald's is one of the best burgers in America, which is crazy, outlandish. It <laughs> so is. <It> is. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe capitalism has subverted itself. I'm I'm not sure
1: what to say, Ted, but I agree with you on Burgerville, hitter, absolute hitter, killer. I just know so many people are like Burgerville, huh? Never thought about it. I was like, I don't know. When I'm in Oregon, that's my go to spot,
0: dude. And even the Frisco Freeze or whatever in uh, Tacoma hitter,
2: yeah, Mad Valley Burgerville. I only had it once. Um, It was, I think it was overhyped to me by By combination of you two and (laughs) Taryn. (laughs) Wow. Wow.
1: Terrence on the Burgerville
2: train. I liked it it
0: to us on the podcast. So I
2: liked it. But people were like in the in and out tier, you know, and I was just like, all right, like that. If that's how you want me to go in there with my expectations, like, you know, uh, that shows your confidence in them. But that also puts a lot of pressure on them. And yeah, they weren't quite up there. But like, I have no beef with them. No pun intended. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Matt, I, Matt, I got to be honest with you. No disrespect, but In-N-Out is pretty weak as far as the burger game goes. I've traveled far and wide across this land. I feel like their fry game is an absolute joke. Pathetic. Some of the worst fries in America. Pathetic. Thank you, Ted. <laughs> their burgers are good. I love the atmosphere. I love the palm trees. Great decor. Friendly, helpful staff. The burger itself, without all that presentation, the pomp and circumstance, I don't think he would even hold up against like a week, like a a Hardee's or like a a mid tier, you know, like a a Wendy's deluxe double stack. I mean, it's a it's an entry level forgettable burger. Now, I'm not going to sit here and defend dicks to you because their burger itself is weak. I just like it because of the nostalgia. But, you know, their fries just absolutely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like In-N-Out. I think their burgers are delicious. And like, I get it. If I'm in California, like when I finally get down to Palm Springs, like, I'm going to Matt and I are going to go to an in n out and get burgers. I just sometimes I don't you know, and it's like anything else. It's just people annoyance that kind of turn me off to it. Just like be jealous. I got in and out because I'm in California. Like, you know, after a while, it's like, you know, just suck it. Like, I I just don't care.
2: (laughs) Yeah, social media ruined it. Like social media and not living in California. Like people, it got to the point where people overhyped it. Like, yeah. you know um i was you know just always i grew up in southern california i went there all the time as a kid it was clearly it was the only burger i would eat i just get chicken everywhere else um and (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I don't know why but that's funny (laughs) yeah i just wasn't a big burger guy back in the day and and in and out was the one and then you know we moved and you know some people would be like oh you you used to live where there's in and out you know and like they you know this was like pre-social media you'd you'd, the hype was still there but i wasn't running around like this place sucks there's no in and out what the hell i miss my in and out but then yeah as i got a little bit older and people started going to dicks you know making the trek from the east side and like everybody would like talk about how great dicks was and then i finally got there and like I'd already heard comparisons to in and out and, you know, it's probably like Burgerville with you, like outside of childhood nostalgia, post first burn, still dust in your pores is is like that level of nostalgia where like anyone else's opinion, like I don't even care when they get worked up because I'm like, dude, like you're not going <laughs> to. You know, like Cobb was going on and it's like, dude, I've heard this take a million and one times and like, you know, like, <laughs> and their fries whatever. still suck, you're not, you're not no matter how many takes we get.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel like nostalgia is one of the biggest factors because like, that's why I sure. love dicks. But I think if I were to come to it clean, it's like I, I ate it growing up. So same thing. I feel like also obviously within this, there's, there's tears, you know, cause like People sometimes will come in, they're like, oh, well, what about five guys? What about Red Robin? And I'm like, those are totally... What are you even... T- those are different sports. Yeah. Completely different game. You agreed? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Correct. Yeah, there's okay. so many
2: categories of burgers now. Yeah. Right. I break it down to
1: three big ones, right? You have drive throughs You got uh, fast casuals, like a five guys. And then you got like a sit-down restaurant, like a like a Red Robin or, or just a restaurant that has a very good burger.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That feels... That feels accurate to me.
1: Yeah, and then right. never Go mind. Ahead. Go ahead. I'll just say, all right. So that was that was the excitement in Portland. Wait, Into oh, well, Ted, what's your top dog in each? Real
0: quick, we got we got the, we got a second.
1: Uh, I'll do the same.
0: I, Matt does the same. We don't need to debate it, but
1: lately, just, you know. the number one fast food burger, I've I've kind of done a, a a change. I just never. I used to be the bacon ultimate double from Jack in the Box, mm. but tell you what, man. I had a Whopper on July 4th. Man, that burger was delicious. And I was like, "Wow, yeah, I was like, damn, like those Whopper Whopper commercials finally worked on me. My buddy was just like, he's we were grilling the day before. So then he just grilled up a bunch of veggies. And then there was like a knock on the door. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, I ordered us Whoppers because I feel like cooking like burgers again. And I was like, nice. Wow, we were Ted's there, waking up with the king. I just feel like, like I forget. Like, like if I go to McDonald's, I can put down two cheeseburgers. Like, fine. Whatever like that Whopper, that's a that's a serious burger from a fast food joint. Yeah, it's the it's the real deal. No question. So I think I'm going Whopper. (sighs) Toss up between Red Mill or five guys for fast casual. Oh, wow. I forgot about Red Mill. Damn. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, tough to say. And then what's
0: the other local uh, burger spot? Honestly, Red Mill is a top hitter. Like that's like a local
1: hero in Seattle, sort of relatively unknown. Yeah, but then, uh, man, re- like sit-down restaurant burger, Matt. just options alone in the atmosphere. It's hard to beat a Red Robin. <laughs> Dude, the Deluxe also
0: on Capitol Hill. Forgot about that, but yeah, Red Robins for a chain. Sure. The Deluxe. Yeah. No, yeah, the Deluxe on Capitol Hill. That place has a crazy good burger, too. We've All talked right. about it on here before.
2: Matt? Oh, what's the one in Redmond called? Um Burger Master? No. It's like a new one, and they have, like, candied bacon and a fried egg on one. People, Matt,
0: you love a hype item, dude. That's something I love about you. I remember when you got on this podcast when you got the little, is it Little Woodrow's? What's I was going to say Little Woodies.
2: Like, little little Woodies, that's right.
0: And they had you the know. donut burger. You were yeah. hyped on that. That was tight.
1: Yeah. But Matt's right. I that there's... up from you. God, there's some burger place. Drago and I went there and They just Sunday. opened
2: one in Issaquah, my mom said. Um, yeah, they're pretty solid. Yeah, that place and Lil Woody's, um, you know, take the the sit down. Uh, I also like Jack's. Um, there used to be one in West Seattle, but there's one in Issaquah. The Jack's burger is pretty good. Um, and then so is In-N-Out drive-through then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And double-double at the drive-through. And then that mid-tier... Is an interesting one. I haven't had five guys in so long, but I do remember them being pretty, pretty worth the hype. Um, and I tipsy can't think- cow. Huh?
0: Oh, yeah. I've been in tipsy cow. Tipsy, tipsy cow.
2: cow. Thank
1: you, Ted. Yeah, I had to look it up. It was killing me. Yeah, I yeah. bring it. You know what? Yeah. I, this is too hard with real restaurants because lunch, lunchbox lavatory is great, too. <laughs> yeah. Fat
0: burger is good in Redmond, too. If you're on the east side eight ounce me. burger. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Down here, there's one called Jew Boy Burger that's really good. Um we They're got, Jewish. What's that? They're Jewish. All
2: right. <laughs> but, yeah, if you're ever down here, uh there, there's a legendary spot called the Nest. It's like where like, you know, cougars like pick up young bucks and like, you know, sugar daddies go. Like, it's just a very desert place. And like old people are hooking up too. You love know that. Uh, and it's love that but energy. like everybody's been there it's called the nest it's on highway 111 in indian wells and their burger is like so good but everybody knows it as like the kind of classy bar slash nightclub that like older people go to get down at and then but it's like over the past 10 years like young people have started going there too and so it's just it's just a total desert fest just bedlam (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice dude is that the one that's right by eureka that we drove past yeah 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 nice dude nice yeah i mean obviously nice. i want to go there now eureka's burger is pretty good too there's one up in the u district uh um, yeah eureka's a hitter they have one down here too the the bone marrow burger like you could get any of their burgers and get a bone marrow patty and that's the move for me i get the cowboy burger with the bone marrow patty whoa all right let's ask this is there a limit Sometimes you see burgers and they're like, then we add this, then we add that. I'm like, how am I supposed to eat that thing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like having to use a knife. Tipsy Cow is the one place where I can use a knife and it actually works pretty well. Um, But, you know, yeah. Some of those stackings get a little out of control. Uh, Bourdain had a line about like, you know, a good burger should be a one hand ordeal. like. All right, I got a th- I got a throwback
0: for some of the listeners. Ted, you say how much is too much. Do you guys I, I'm guessing you guys are both transplants. You don't remember Mr. Bill's, do you? Mr. Bill's burger? I uh-uh. don't. All right. Somebody listening is gonna remember this spot. So it was on uh Highway ninety nine and it was up like right where all the prostitutes are. So right as you like get north of Seattle and they had a burger there that was ten pounds. If you eat it, pounds? it's free comes with two pounds of fries, which you're not required to eat uh, to to claim the challenge. The difficult part is that two pounds of that 10 pounds is whole wheat bun, boys.
1: Whole oh. wheat. I, I follow a few competitive eaters on uh, Instagram, and the carbs are always the issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I tried eating it when I was probably 18 in my prime swimming. Not a chance. Uh, my buddy and I both tried. We were dying in the parking lot. He was going to have me punch him in the stomach so he could throw up, but we ended up not doing that.
1: And the most sleepless night of my life. Wow. But yeah. All right. So, so let's talk about RIP, like, July, Mr. Bills. July Fourth. You have the hot dog eating contest, right? So every year it's like, ah, oh, hot dog. First of all, the how there was a two hour rain delay is beyond me. Like you're eating hot dogs. Go inside. <laughs> <I>
0: know, dude, <laughs> yeah. Could we possibly
1: uh, move this sport indoors? Right. Like you cook them indoors. <laughs> Uh, so like people are always like, you know, like I just don't eat that fast. Now, if there's NF- six hours of NFL football on and I'm like hanging out like, oh, I could eat a massive amount over the course of those six hours. But those challenges you got to eat in like 30 minutes or an hour. It just seems tough. Yeah, you're more of a marathon dogger. But I don't know how these people aren't choking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're they're sprinters, you know. More of a marathon guy, but I feel like the sprints are more for the fans, you mm-hmm. know, more more for them to watch. Ted, how many how many dogs do you think you will, of course, I have to specify? How many Nathan's or ballpark Franks do you think you could put down in a in an eight hour session for real?
1: Ooh, man! If I had eight hours, I think I could. Be careful man, here, because all- the listener might just call it and be like, "I got five grand on it, or whatever." So careful, careful, Ted Smith. I don't know, because you'd have to f- get to that point. But I f- I, mean, I feel like putting down four hot dogs, like ballparks, regular, just standard little white buns. That's no issue. I could do oh, that yeah. in an hour. So oh, it's like
0: yeah. eight hours. Four is a speed bump, my guy. 25. I thought that, I thought that was going to be your 25. answer was four. 25. Damn. That's a real. Wow. But that's I don't a real know. real American right there, boys. I've never damn. pushed. I never
1: pushed 25. the five. The Gizli or Grizz. What do they call it? Gliz? Glizzy's, baby. Glizzy's. Glizzy. Where did that come from? That term just popped up like 10 years ago. Dude, you're asking the right
0: guy because I got bitched out about it last week. So I've, I have oh. looked it up and I've got the answer for you. So, of course, we're like out whatever in Austin. I don't know what the hell we were doing. And I like just mentioned something I'm like, oh, yeah, da da da. da. you got to get that glizzy. You know, trying to be young and cool. And with it, I'm 36. No, obviously not cool. But, you know, the young kids are saying it these days. So. Um, my girlfriend is like, what's a glizzy? And I was like, a glizzy is a hot dog. She's like, who calls it that? No one calls it that. I was like, actually, look. Glizzy. So she was like, so pissed. So then I look it up on urban dictionary and the definition is like, oh yeah, da." got to get that. Or the example is like, yeah, it's a hot dog. Uh, you know, got to get that glizzy. What's a glizzy. A glizzy is a hot dog. Who calls it that is like the exact <laughs> conversation in the definition on Urban Dictionary. So, yeah. So anyway, now they're called glizzies. And of course, she just casually drops it into conversation the next day like it's nothing. And I'm just like, what? Like you said you were against the glizzy. Now, now that you're on the inside, you want to participate
1: and think it's cool. So, yeah, glizzies are in, boys. Glizzies I respect are in. her move on that one because I am guilty of that all the time. Like I'll just hear some knowledge or whatever, and like sometimes I don't even wait a day. It's like an hour later I'll bring it up in conversation, and one of my buddies will be like, "Dude, like you didn't know that an hour ago?" I'm like, "Right," but I know it now, so I'm gonna use it. Yeah, gotta you know. There's no waiting. There's no cool off period. For instance, the last day I was in Maryland, my cousin Kelly and her husband Joe were gonna come by the house, right? So we're sitting there waiting for them, and we start talking about their wedding or whatever. My sister nonchalantly goes, Oh, yeah. Actually, I think today is their uh, two year wedding anniversary. I was like, Huh. All right. So, like, we nobody gives it a second of thought. We're sitting there for like maybe 10 minutes. And I'm like, Hey, Joe Kelly, by the way, happy anniversary.
0: Wow. <laughs> the statesman.
1: That's huge. That's a great move. That's dude, you're a politician. I'm saying like, I respect your girl the next day being like, all right, well, if it's a term, I'm going to put it into use. Yeah. If we're going to use it, let's use it. You know, <laughs> Uh, let's see. Summer in Seattle officially on weather's great. Uh, I went down. I didn't go to like the all-star games on right now. I didn't do that. I didn't do the home run derby, but Saturday I went down for the, what's it uh, play ball park, which is basically like their fan zone. Had tickets. Uh, we had done the show down in Pioneer Square the day before. Wake up feeling, feeling, feeling rough. Had a had a couple of the fellows over. We had we had stayed up far too late. So then we're going to meet some other friends. I see that, and I'm like, "Weren't you just at the gorge?" And they were like, "Yeah, we drove back this morning." I was like, "Oh, so you feel just as bad as I do?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, all right, get a couple pops going. I I was not ready for the all star like just festivities. I and mean, there was a a Budweiser truck there that like was like the license plate was like freedom and, like, <laughs> I mean, it was it was unbelievable. It also already had a parking ticket <laughs> yeah, it it's not been a good of, year for Budweiser It was just parking parked ticket in makes sense. oh, I drank nothing but Bud light all weekend down there at the game almost exclusively just like to be a smart ass to people plus. <laughs> I ran into some reps from Bud who had no idea like who the show was. They work for the distributor like on Friday night at a different bar. They're like, we noticed you guys are actually drinking Bud Lights. We were like, yeah, we love this stuff. (laughs) They're like, hey, you mind if we get some pick or get you guys another (laughs) bucket of them? Like, not at all. (laughs) They're like, they're pimping some new seltzer water thing. Like, how about those? Like, sure. Like you need some pictures for the website because it's like me, Mike Hawk, like my buddy who who puts on events. It's like you you've come to the right crowd, <laughs> dude. That's awesome.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, they're definitely persona non grata right now. Um, I do have one little all-star you live weekend. In Texas. <laughs> oh no, I meant actually, I was talking to a a, port, a guy who owns a Portland beer distributorship, and he said their sales are down. Uh, actually, I don't want to say uh, a lot yeah. significant. They're on they're on trend with national uh, averages. So big deal. A lot of people are getting, getting laid off. Um, a lot of the marketing team. Anyway, um, I do have a quick, uh, quick all-star weekend, um, story if you guys are open to it. So we hired a new, okay. So it's all-star weekend in Seattle, right? Over this last weekend. Um, obviously we own the only popcorn shop. So, uh, we're busy doing a bunch of events, whatever. We hire a new guy. It's his first day. Now I'm just like, hey, man, you're going to have an easy day. Just go down by the stadium. You're going to set up a table uh, for this hat company, um, uh, New Era. You're going to set up a table. And you're just going to pass out popcorn in these cool batter's helmets, right? Easy. You don't have to sell anything. You just describe the flavors. Cake. So this guy goes down his first day of work, and he's like pumped to be joining the team, whatever. So there's another guy who works at our shop who is the biggest baseball fan I've ever met in my life. This guy goes down his first day. Felix Hernandez comes up, is super cool with him, loves popcorn, snapping photos with him. Miss Washington comes in, taking photos with him. And this other guy is out sick with COVID. And he's just like, of all the days, like I've worked here for three years. Nothing like that's ever happened to me. This guy first day. And I'm just like, man, it's all downhill from here, brother. But I'm glad you got those pics. (laughs)
1: it's unreal. so that's the thing i was going to tell you was that i went into like their play ball like fan experience <clears throat> uh also i'm going to sound like the old man here i was very frustrated we already had tickets you the line outside was people bitching and moaning you had to, like qr code Q whatever you had to use the code to like download a new app or this or that and like people working are just like it it's safety like we can't let you in without it like so just one of us no, all five of you, this and that. I mean, I, I was to the point I was just like, so what's the, what's the f- point of the ticket? Yeah, you it goes through like three things. And like, I was just like, this is not the best ac- activation I've ever seen in my life. And so just delete. having people waiting to get into your event, like kind of in the event business as well It's like th- it just sucked. I was I was annoyed as hell Poor form. Uh, But you get in there. I, f- I just forget. It's all star. Like there's people traveling from all over the country. And this is their thing, like Tops baseball cards. They have like their own giant area where they're set up and they're like people are in there like trading cards and everything. There's like people in like Tops branded gear, all the new era, like hat stuff. Like you see all the trophies. They had one place and shout out to this guy. It's like you, you get to like be a first round draft pick, the number one overall pick. So Mike's going to do it. So then me and Brett are sitting there and look, it's serving beverages. It's in the uh, Lumen Event Center, whatever it's called. Touchdown City. So now we're waiting for Mike. So every time a little kid or anybody gets drafted, we're just like, let's go. <laughs> Can't believe we got Katie. Like, she's the best pitcher out there. Uh, but the guy doing the announcement and he was kind of like, oh, he's like, like, looking at her like nice. <laughs> And I finally was just like, you're the man. Like, I can't explain to you. His voice was perfect for it. And he did it the same excitement level every time. And I mean, he had to be in there for hours doing this. I love that.
0: I respect when somebody brings like a a crazy level of either talent or just
1: like enthusiasm to a menial job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I I even said on the air. I was like, if somebody knows who he is, please tell me. Like, I want to have him on the podcast. So uh, we do all that. And then like. There's like an outside area. By the time we got to like the cut water thing and I had to sign up for another thing, I said, you know what? I'm just cutting ties with this event going over to sluggers. (laughs) Old man, Ted. I love it, son. Oh, other big news. Now, first contact was made with Travis Thompson. (laughs) Nice. Whoa. (laughs) Right. Like, I forget, dude, legit lives in Burien. So Friday night, we're driving out of Pioneer Square. My buddy goes, hey, man, that's Travis crossing the street. And he's got like two of his boys with him. And I mean, I'm like, like, he's got like the child lock on him. Like, roll down, the like, let my lock off because I'm in the back seat. <laughs> and I didn't really think about it at first. We kind of caught him off guard. We're just, we're just leaning out the window. Hey, hey, man. Hey, Travis, and like him and his boys, like, stop and turn around. I was like, yo, I'm prostrated. And they're like, what? I was like, saw you at Meltdown. And they're like. Oh, like walk over, like what's up? We're like, you're the man. I mean, I, nice. I don't know. So like I tweeted out him. I was like, that was me chirping you from the car and stuff. <laughs> so I feel like next I gotta get him on the podcast. But man, I, I hadn't been that excited to see somebody in a long time. <laughs> you are a big Travis Thompson fan. I remember that at Summer Meltdown. You were hyped. Yeah. It's so yeah, cool. It was, it was a good show, show too. Well <laughs> yeah. we were laughing too, is I remember when he was doing that show, he's like, Half y'all don't know my music. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that record on bomb I got really into. Or I don't know how you say it, but oh, and bomb
1: bomb. I don't know. Yeah, that's street. M-bomb. Yeah, that's Burian talk there, boy. Uh, <laughs> I did get into the stadium to see the Futures game and part of the part of the celebrity softball game, but it had been a long two days. That was Saturday evening. I was like, all right, we got to pull the eject cord here. But anyhow, if you're wh- wh- wherever you're listening to this, if you didn't go down there this weekend, That's cool, but like, if if you're in a town where the All-Star Game shows up, like, go do that fan stuff, man. It it was pretty cool. Dude, uh,
0: you you mentioned Burien, and so I feel like uh, a little bit of respect is due. Uh, A place in White Center did win best burger in Seattle like eight years in a row. I can't remember if it's called Zips or Zippies. They've now closed, but that was legit the best burger I've ever had
1: in my life. All right, fair call. I had been to Zippies before they closed. Yeah, RIP to the king. Straight up. (laughs) Best burger. I gotta try Katsu burger too. I've
0: heard that's good. Yeah, dude. I've heard that's good. Never been. Man, it's been a while since we've had one of these
1: casts. We're like <laughs> I'm ready for a burger, right? Now. <laughs> I'm stone sober. Like I haven't smoked, I haven't had a beer. And I'm just like, oh, I could rip through a, like a freaking third-pound burger right now, boys. Dad, can I tell you the most embarrassing
0: part about this? Swear to God, I will have my girlfriend come in here and vouch. She made burgers tonight and I ate a burger right before we got on this cast. (laughs) That's the God's
2: honest truth, boys. Matt, did you have a dinner of burgers as well? No, I did not. But in and outs open late. So just two and a half miles down the hill if I want it.
0: I would love if a burger mascot just wandered into the background at his house right now.
1: And you're like, oh, my God, it's the Hamburglar. (laughs) All right, Matt, you don't drink booze, but you're an avid golfer. Yes. Have you heard of a cocktail called a transfusion? Ooh, maybe back in the day. But yeah, I'm not super familiar. Why? All right. I had never heard of it literally until this past weekend. A guy I follow on Instagram cooking with Daryl. He was talking about the two I- iconic golf drinks. Right. And then uh, what was going to say Miles comes in Monday and he's like, dude, I tried this drink on the golf course. I think you'd really like it. it's a train. And I was like, transfusion. He's like, yeah. So I looked it up. It's vodka, grape juice, lime, and ginger ale. So, I mean, even if you took out the vodka, I still think it'd be good. Yeah. Grape juice or grapefruit juice? Grape juice. It's
0: vodka, grape juice, lime, and ginger ale. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. I can't even imagine what that would taste like.
1: Oh. I'll have a full report after this weekend because I'm bringing all the ingredients. I'm mixing this cocktail all day on Saturday up at the uh, at the bash transfusions. (laughs) Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it just sounds like a fun thing to say, like, oh, you're a little hungover. Need a transfusion. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Can I get you a little transfusion? I wish you had like one of those, like the white coat, you know. Oh, yeah. Dr. Ted. Yeah.
2: Shout out, to Doctor Buzzed. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Matt. What were we saying? Oh no, just cooking with Daryl's, a Northwest guy. He used to work with my dad. No,
1: oh. shit. yeah, I'm obsessed with that guy. Yeah, I, my, my, yeah. I pretty like my brother and niece got me on
2: him like a year or two ago. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll, I'll to try and get you and him over to the lake at the same time. He lives up. I thought
1: he was an Arizona guy for some reason.
2: Um, he has a place there. Right? I I don't know if he's down there full time now. Um I think he might have been one of the uh pandemic full-time transplants. But when he first started popping off, yeah, he was up in Sammamish. All right. Cobb, the one thing you'll love about this guy is his his show
1: shtick for a while was he'd have two spatulas, right? And he'd talk about what they're gonna cook, and then he'd tap them on his thing and he'd go on the blackstone <laughs> so over the years he's gotten sponsorship so i like now he does the same thing but he's like on the weather <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on,
0: on the xl charcoal grill by Grillmaster. <laughs> <laughs> right i'm just like yeah good
1: for you man use code daryl yeah. for 15 <laughs> off
0: yeah get, right, get exactly. that back my guy he's
1: the reason i'm obsessed with those automatic salt and pepper shakers that i'm gonna buy this year for a friend because he's like just <laughs> use my code i'm like you know what daryl i'm gonna use it
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you daryl thank you <laughs> that's awesome dude
1: shout out to daryl <laughs> all right let's take a break here we'll come back with some emails uh what's in the cop topic all right welcome back thanks to our sponsors as always and uh you know what? At the end of the day, any burger that you're eating is the best burger of that day. Cobb, do we have some emails? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, a quick, quick update just for people who are curious. I know. Uh, want to? Did Ted's- you have another burger? One of Ted's. <laughs> <laughs> I had some Airhead gummies in the break. Um, one of uh one of Ted's cousins. I'm not gonna say which one was curious about the vitamin C showerhead thing that supposedly maybe will. With combined with not using head and shoulders, maybe we'll regrow my hair. I will say I got my first hair compliment in the last three days. We woke up in the morning. My girlfriend ran her hand through my hair and she goes, oh, my God, your hair is way thicker. Granted, she said that only about the sides, which were already thick, but just just a quick update. I don't know, boys. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but it's something. It's not. Some cats say something's better than nothing. Exactly. It's not nothing.
1: I mean, I know which cousin it is. There's very few cousins that have any hair left. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the the Smith family genes. (laughs) So
0: you're going to be funny, but you're going to be bald. (laughs) People are going to love you. (laughs) Baldy. Uh, (laughs) Uh, All right. um, Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. So I think on one of these, uh, one of the cop topics was like, how do you know that? How did you know growing up that people were rich? So rich people gauges. As far as the cop topic uh, about what made me think others were rich, it went in phases. When I was uh, little, if anyone had a power wheel, they were rich. Power True. wheels were the ass. Remember those little battery powered go karts for kids? God damn, I wanted one of those. As I got older, it was all about video game consoles. I never got the newest one. Me neither, Doc. Uh, I was on a Sega Master System for, like, 15 years. Uh, But if anyone did get the latest gen the year it came out, they were rich. Of course, I realized somewhere in high school, those kids weren't rich. Their families went into massive debt to spoil those kids. Kind of glad mine never did that in hindsight. Oh, and as far as the song that gets people dancing till they understand the lyrics, Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People. Catchy as hell till you realize it's about a school shooting. Cheers, Clay the Gimp. Uh, Clay is exactly right. I love that song. That sounds about a school.
2: shooting. Whoa,
1: yeah. yeah,
0: better run, better run, outrun my my gun and outrun my bullets. Yeah. <laughs> All the little kids with the pumped up kicks.
1: Yeah. Trust me. When I was driving to Portland in the uh, car by myself, I uh, I put on either way. It's just I'm more of a music guy. But when you're sitting in a four hour car ride with yourself, I'm like, no, shit. I was listening to some songs I've been listening to a lot. And I'm like, that's what that's about. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also special shout out to Taylor, one of our podcast listeners. I got a, I got three texts in a row and they're from like first my cousin Carly. Hey, one of your li- podcast listeners in her beer guard. <laughs> and then my <laughs> other two cousins were like, you know, this guy I was like, you better get him a beer on the uh, on the Smith tab. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get him a beer on the tab.
1: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> we've given them enough publicity. You can, you can afford to give out one free beer and yeah. a small bag of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That's so yeah. cool.
0: Honestly, I think we've probably had about uh when I've been there, about 30 listeners or so pop by the shop. I always nice. give them a free if I'm there, I always give them a bag of free popcorn. Uh if you're West Coast, East Coast, the Smiths are on that. Uh hey guys. Oh, no. Omaha, King George, and the opt-out. Hey, guys. I'm catching up on some of the last few episodes and wanted to weigh in. Ted, you've got to get to Omaha to check out the College World Series. Make sure when you're there, you visit the Henry Dorley Zoo as well. I'm pretty sure the stadium used to be across the street from the entrance to the zoo before they moved it to where they play now. It was. Uh, I, I too, was at Stapleton uh, George Strait concert and get somewhat annoyed of all the
1: fake cowboys. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I mean who I can't be annoyed with fake cowboys. I mean, I'm not I'm not a real cowboy. All hat and no cattle. Uh Damn to Mike. Matt's
0: <laughs> point <laughs> you never see cow uh to Matt's point, you never see cowboys in the greater Seattle area. I stuck with the actual country look from the northwest west with some Romeos, a pair of jeans and an Arlington hardware hoodie and hat. Anybody know what Romeos are? I don't. Is that a pair
1: of I don't yeah. know? I used to rock them all the time. They look like boots, but they're just shoes. You just slide them on. Oh, I've been looking for great boots. Uh, Romeos. I'm- I didn't know they were called Romeos. This is when I was dating that girl that lived out in Machias. And I called her one day and I'm like, Molly, you're going to love this. I go, they're like shoes, but they look like boots. She's like, all right, I'm coming over tomorrow. I'll see what you're talking about. And she's like, oh, yeah, Romeos. I don't know if that's what they're called. That's just <laughs> what everybody calls them is Romeos. You've seen them you. I guarantee you, you have at least three friends that have pairs of them.
0: You're probably right. I just uh, I'm always behind on shoes. And right now I'm I have nine pairs of shoes and they are all garbage. And I usually am like a one pair of shoes guy, but I've just been going crazy.
1: I can't find shoes I like. So. Oh, Romeo's is a tradition before I moved here. Like generally, if you own Carhartt and have to wear it outside, like. Uh.
0: Okay, um, let's see. uh, Sorry, I lost my place. Uh, I do, however, respect the few real cowboys that were there because you can always tell by their boots and their hats. I just get annoyed by the fake ones because they always buy the biggest, tallest hat you can possibly find. So you can't see a goddamn thing when they're in front of you. Uh, When it comes to getting out of a long, drawn-out conversation that you don't care about, the best way that i found is to say you have to go to the bathroom when in person. Uh, if I'm just on the phone, I usually use my work phone to call myself that I can say I have another call coming through. Love the cast, boys. Hope you had a bang up Fourth of
1: July. Tony Bologna. I mean, Tony, I feel like we must have hung out before. If you're rocking an Arlington Hardware shirt and Romeo's, I'm just like, I'm, I know all these things. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool guy. I can tell.
0: sometimes i I don't know why if we've just been doing the email segment long but i feel like i can get a good vibe from people straight off the jump he probably respects the fact i wore that bass pro shop city cowboy exactly dude exactly uh hey what'd it do um uh, what'd it do what'd it do been listening to the men's room since the buzz and y'all since the podcast started appreciate y'all so much you've helped me through some tough times best way to leave a convo Ask what time it is when they answer or you check your phone. You say, oh, and then just walk off or hang up. Best way to get someone to leave your house. You ask, what are you about to go do? Wow, that's actually I could have used that last week. I had a serious lingerer. Um, Much love to the greatest podcast in all the land. Marco, (laughs) a.k.a. Marco Lipto. What
1: are you about to do? That's
0: good. (laughs) That is Uh, good. It's like subtle. What uh, what was this post pool party had a linger. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail right. just in case they listen. But um, I have uh, no,
1: it's all right. No sweat. Yeah, too, There's it. no
0: no easy way to just obfuscate the the details.
2: Yeah, and I see them on a regular basis. Oh man, <laughs> if they listen, they probably already know. <laughs> well, we have a lot of people
0: over at the house. I, oh. I don't know, but if I give much in the way of detail it'll be yeah you
1: know slinger <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll linger no longer let's check <laughs> in with what's battening. that was good before we get to what's matting hey guys. what's good what's whoa check out what's matting hey what's good what's whoa uh before we get to what's matting hey Hey, hey what's good? What's
2: man? Check out what's back. Oh man! So uh, this week, I for the week of Fourth of July, I had uh, my best friend from like when I was growing up, um, lived down the street from me in Manhattan Beach. Um, he was out here with his wife and his two kids, who are uh, three and five, and those are some fun ages. Um, A lot of energy. Lot of energy. I matched it. We got them. They were exhausted by the last day. Last day they wanted to go home. They didn't want to go to the pool. And it was like Victory. Like that's literally see, my objective. Five,
1: that's also the ages where you get like that. Like, let's say they gotta go to bed around nine, that just ramp up insanity around eight thirty.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I witnessed a lot of that. I fed into it. Like my my whole thing was like if they got more energy, if they got a second wave, you know, like I'm just gonna, you know, outdo them until they till it's nap time, till it's bedtime, you know. And I just kept doing that day after day. And then eventually they were like, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> and like, yeah, I was going over there like, dude, I'm literally just trying to tire these kids out for you. And, you know, in the process of doing that, I have a ton of fun. Um, And so we were in the pools. There was this really dope Marriott property um, with a bunch of pools. And, you know, last year they came and neither one of them could swim that good. And this year they could. And so it was a lot more fun. Um, And, yeah, we just had a blast. Uh, We went to the zoo. Uh, 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 The little condo they were staying in had a good view of the fireworks, so we stayed and watched that. Um on the actual fourth before the fireworks, they came over to my dad's house so we could use a pool over there and grill up that tomahawk I sent you boys a picture of. Nice. That came out great. I'm happy to report. You know you spent a hundred dollars on a on a piece of meat and then you're like now I now have to grill this appropriately to to justify you know to justify not only the money I spent on it, but everyone else's like hype. Like there's a lot of pomp and circumstance with the tomahawk steak. It's a whole event. And so I felt a lot of pressure between buying the steak and then having to grill the steak. But I nailed it. So
1: it was. <laughs> oh, you were grilling. There is a lot of pressure. I will say I the first time I ever heard of them was uh, Brad the meat man. They yeah. were doing some men's room thing and he like showed up with three of them. And I was like, holy cow. And then uh, those Tomahawk steaks are just giant. Like when I go to the Met, if like all three of us want be like, all right, we'll get one of those table side carving up.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had four adults and two kids and we all shared it. And there was still some left at the end. Um, But especially when everyone's like eating the same piece, you know, like it's one thing, like if they're different steaks, maybe someone goes, oh, they just messed up one. They're grilling a bunch. I'll give them some slack. But like everybody's on the same page there. So <laughs> it's a little stressful. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a ton of fun. Um, yeah, we went to the zoo um, and we just slammed those pools. It was so fun. Um, and then my dad came into town. They're getting some work done on the house that he wanted to check on. Um, and so then I was able to take him golfing at the course that I work at. Which is, um, it's nicer than the country club he's a member at. <laughs> he always brings me to. Nice. So it's it just a good, it was just a good moment as a son yeah. with his dad. You know what I mean? Like my dad's done a ton for me, and it was nice to come through with like a a big time, awesome experience for him. Um, he was blown away. He played there like twenty five years ago. There weren't all the houses, you know. He barely remembers it, and you know his mind was sufficiently blown um came a foot and a half away from my first hole in one on the wow that's oh my god that's crazy yeah yeah i landed it a yard past the pin and the greens are so nice that it rolled back towards the hole an extra foot and a half and so like yeah just like half a yard and you know it it hit something on the way it hit either the the stick or the flag itself on the way there we couldn't tell what cuz we're you know 100 47 I want to say yards away um, and yeah just took my eight iron you know and just it just felt good and then it was like yeah it was it was real close so that was you make you that any good birdie putt? oh yeah yeah tapped it in <laughs> I wanted to make it. He's like, that's good. I was like, I, I know, but just you gotta put that one out. A foot yeah, and a half can't. with that level of adrenaline is like so much harder than you think it should be. <laughs> and your arms are just shaking with excitement for how close you just came to a hole in one. And then you're like just tapping it. And it's like and there's this flash of like, I could still miss this putt. You gotta be fucking kidding me. I hate this game. <laughs> Did you get any <laughs> good I- one-liners in on Mitch? But I I made it. Um, No, no, I didn't. I'm not uh, much. I don't talk too much trash out there, um, you know. And uh, yeah, we were just I mean, you know, it it was just a fun, fun day, um, you know. But yeah, he he had I had a lot of after he showed up, my friends were still in town. And then I went back to them after seeing him. The first night and like i just they just set me up for like five consecutive dad jokes that i can't remember but like my friend was like dude i'm the dad here like i was like yeah but mine just came into town so i'm sorry man (laughs) like i'm not trying they're just reflexive like dumb throwaway lines (laughs) yeah So but they're family friendly. That's what I like the kids were around. You know, it's that's a tough thing for me, but did pretty well.
1: It is anybody could tell dirty jokes or kind of questionable jokes. Like it's tougher when you got to have a family friendly joke. Yeah. And also, like you might not be a dad, but you're a dad age. So like like, these jokes are going to keep flowing, boys. Thanks for
2: the reminder, Ted. Yeah, (laughs) I realized I'm on. I mean, I am rapidly approaching 40. Um. I don't know if it was this week or it, but since I saw you guys last, I'm not going to, I don't remember why it popped into my head. I don't think I was like visually provoked into this realization that like I am twice as old as an 18 year old chick now. <laughs> no comment. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Hi. that That snuck into my brain since I saw you guys last as well. In addition to all the other fun stuff we already touched on. That's what's maddening. That's what's maddening. I like that. Well, I feel
0: like the line they always use in To Catch a Predator is like, oh, well, I'll teach you a few things. <laughs> like every single time, like, uh, what's his name? Whatever, Hanson, like
1: reading it, he's like, oh, you said you would teach her a few things. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember the, remember the rule. You cut your age in half and add seven. Add yeah. seven.
2: Okay, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh. all right. Well, that sounds awesome. Tomahawk golfing and living a lot. You know what? Cooking with Daryl. He'd proof. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's about that time. Cobb topic. Cobb topic
0: strong beliefs loosely held that's a quote that i really like and uh one that i think about often in terms of being willing to change my position um you know politically or in an argument or whatever if if somebody convinces me that there's a better position out there um so the cop topic this week i'm I'm sort of just curious where uh, i so i I always have a specific kind of idea in my mind but i don't want to jade people's responses too much so i'll just say like Generally, I'm curious the things that are meaningful to people. Not, it doesn't have to be where you're at you know, philosophically or psychologically or whatever, but just the cop topic this week is, what's a quote that you live by? So feel free to email us, literally the word email at thepodcast.com. You'll be a big celebrity. We'll read it on air. We'll have a good laugh. Uh, so send it in. Uh, why not? We read literally every email that comes to us with very, very few exceptions. Um, so uh, yeah, what's a quote you live by? Uh, I'll two. read one more. Oh, okay, Matt's ready to go. Cool, let's do it. Ted just oh, walked off screen. No, you no, I was just gonna one? read I one to stall.
1: Got a magnet.
2: Oh, what do we? What do we got, Ted? It's an audio cast. One person oh. can make a difference, and everyone should try. John F. Kennedy. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: now, that's now, what I like. Is like. another... it
1: Doesn't
0: matter. Like one person's like, well, give an effort. There's another version of that one I kind of like that it's not by him, but it's like somebody should do something about that. Wait, I'm somebody. You know, yeah. it's like kind of empowering. It's easy to be like somebody should do something.
1: And I will say, I got to say, credit to my brother. I stole this from him, but just two things can be true at the same time.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is crazy. And also, she's right. Yeah, <laughs> just, <right>. kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, th- I think about it all. Oh, that bad. resonated,
1: boys. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that was a shot in the dark. That was a joke, boys. Easy. <laughs> I always just think about it with politics. It's like, now hang on. Oh. I can have issues with the country and still love living here. Like two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> she is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, all right. Right. All right. one more. cop I've stolen from you, and I catch you off guard with it all the time. I don't like him, but he's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the kid, but yeah,
0: he's right. Um, um Oh, the other. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt.
2: Yeah. So probably the one that I go to a lot is uh, from Shakespeare. I think it's from Hamlet. And it's nothing is either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Like that one okay. always reminds me that like I got a lot of power But also, you know, it just is what it is, like, you know, Um, and so for both acceptance and empowerment, I find that one to be particularly um, helpful. And then Thomas Sowell, um, an economist, uh, has... He he has one that I think about all the time, particularly with fitness, um, you know, but just life in general. um, It just helps me keep kind of a sense of equanimity, I guess you could say, is uh, there are no solutions, only trade-offs.
0: Ooh, that's pretty good. I, I have one more to leave the people with. In the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer, and that makes me happy. For it says that no matter how hard the world pushes against me, within me, there's something stronger, something better, pushing right back.
1: Wow. All right. Who's that That, from? uh, Camus. Nice. Got deep in here.
0: That's what we do, boys. We talk about burgers <laughs> and we talk about philosophy. You know, it comes we full Roman circle. Yeah, we cover Roman mythology and we get right down to which beer should you drink to get a woman at a country concert. It's you know,
2: oh, the I answer. Remember was, one more. The answer is Texas Tea, Twisted Tea. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, Matt. Um, it was a uh, B- Charles Bukowski. Is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was something about uh the the fine line between loneliness and freedom which i just being in a town you know where i left quote unquote home and don't know a ton of people and i'm just kind of like doing my own thing at a at an alarmingly free rate (laughs) has been you know there's times where you think oh i'm lonely down here and then i'm like i'm just Free to like do whatever. Like, I could pick up the phone and call somebody in Seattle anytime. I usually don't because I just, I'm just, you know, figuring that I'm just free. Like, I want to read, I want to work out, I want to meditate. I got all these things I'm just trying to like build into my life. And, you know, sometimes it feels lonely, other times it's like I'm completely free. And it was just some Bukowski thing about like, at the end of the day, when you have that feeling, you know, do you call it loneliness or do you call it freedom? Like,
0: I gotcha when nobody wakes you up in the morning and when nobody waits for you at night and when you can do whatever you want, what do you call it? Freedom or loneliness? Yeah. Good quote.
2: Freedom. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, dude.
1: Oh, don't even get me started on William Wallace. I watched the whole <laughs> thing on uh, Evil Inventions on the History Channel. I didn't realize that hanging. What's it? Uh, hanging somebody. What's it? What's the term? Like you're Lynch- something some- No, you're hung or hanged. So oh, to be hanged. Or, yeah, right. But you're hanged, something and quartered because they oh, like God drawn like, and quartered drawn and quartered because they like take you off before you actually die and then cut off pieces and send it like with him. They sent it to the four uh, parts of Great Britain. And we're like, just a heads up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, literally the show ended with the woman going, I've started a lot of torture devices and death machines. This is the worst. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty ruthless. I mean, getting ripped limb from limb by four horses. (laughs) Brutal. All right. Anyhow. Uh, don't piss off the British <laughs> from CTV for calm. I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.